Welcome to the All My Skate Videos podcast. My name is Carl Cortez and I have a pretty decent skate video collection. Each week I invite friends to watch a skate video from my library, make notes, and bring it to a roundtable discussion. In this podcast we discuss tricks of the time, music, apparel, and more. To make the most of the episodes, get a copy from our official sponsor, The Secret Tape, your local skate shop, or try and find a copy on YouTube. If you happen to remember enough of the video, feel free to hop right in and enjoy our banter. To help support the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Today we talk about Zero's 2002 release, Dying to Live. Ian, we haven't chatted with you in quite some time. What's going on, dude? I got the Rona. Not feeling too good. Hey, a six-pack, 12-pack? Six, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. All right, six-pack of Corona. I got you. That's good, man. No, 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 no. I got the Rona. Oh. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Is that for the Switch or the Xbox? You got the Rona? Is that Rona 1 or Rona 2? Xbox. <laughs> the box. Got it. All right. Well, uh, if at any point you have to, you know, go take care of business or do whatever people with Corona do, let us know. We'll pause this thing. And you're from Lancaster also. So, yeah, I have to mention that too. But Brian, 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 my friend, you're from Chicago. What's going on there? uh not much a lot lot more uh snow same old shit but staying as warm as i can i'm with you we got i think maybe one and a half inches today and up to coat everything ian did you get any snow today i don't think so i didn't notice if we did i feel like you guys always get way more snow than we do up here yeah maybe Hmm. interesting um we're here today to talk about zero's dying to live video and we'll start with you any experience with zero skateboards and the dying to live video in particular i wasn't a big zero person growing up i feel like i didn't really start watching zero videos until i'd been skating for a while and i just kind of did it out of obligation because there seemed to be this whole cult following of zero and their videos and whatever uh so yeah, I, just, I I think I've seen all the the notable ones once and only once, and I don't remember a single thing from most of them. So that's kind of how I felt going into rewatching this one, and uh, I, yeah, that's where okay. I'm at. Yeah. So you weren't a zero kid. So what did that make you? Uh, well, I've been riding for Mini Logo since I was like three years old. Uh, so that was kind of my only content intake up until about like last year. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was definitely a big uh, enjoy tilt mode kid. I like the goofy stuff, hijinks. Yeah. Isn't that interesting how Zero created their own like um, identity for teenagers? Like, were you a Zero kid or were you a Baker kid or were you a, a workshop kid? Yeah. Isn't that funny? What about you? What were you? Oh, man. Um, I wasn't a Zero kid because I could not do the tight pants. I think it's been pretty basic with the wear, you know. I had a slim down crew phase when crew kicked out 
but that was around 2004 or so. But I can't say that the jumping and the handrail skating and the uh, rails really resonated with me in 2002, although I wish it did. Maybe my skating path would be completely different. But he kind never... has a habitat kid, you know, big, big fall sweaters and back five O's on ledges. It's funny. Of... Yeah. I wasn't me though, either. Cause like I didn't even gravitate towards mosaic until way later after it came out for some reason. I think I was too into the flip. Sorry stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think they've ever mentioned of like, were you a flip kid or a, like it was either zero or baker kid no one ever says oh i was a mini logo kid or a flip kid flip kid yeah. sounds like a weird toy <laughs> yeah brian what about you zero skateboards have you ever purchased it stolen anything of theirs uh i've never had a zero board and i've never stolen anything of theirs i was the uh, accomplice as the driver a friend of mine stole one on our way back from st louis 14 years ago uh, <laughs> and uh he, he told his mom he wanted it at a demo like it was a raffle at a zero demo <laughs> yeah yeah oh that's good <laughs> do you remember the graphic not specifically. I know it was wood grain with just a plain black graphic on it. I don't remember really what it was though. Hmm. Maybe the Very skull. Simple. Yeah. Maybe the skull or the uh, just normal zero font. Yeah, so something that they weren't going to miss. So why did he end up stealing a zero board of all things? Because there were no other options or he was a zero kid? Give us some uh life for this boy yeah he was he was not a zero kid uh he was he was a bam kid when i met him and then he he'd kind of grown out of that by the time we were like going on skate trips together but i think it was just the easiest one to steal uh it was a a different but the same uh galleons that i'd mentioned previously mm -hmm. so it was uh, Galleons down south Illinois. And I think like all their boards are zip tied to the wall and that one just wasn't. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Maybe because someone tried stealing it and then got caught and then they never relaced it. <laughs> yeah, maybe they were short staffed that day. Yeah, who knows? Or it was going in the sale pile. It's <laughs> interesting. Okay. Um, my history with zero, I can't say I've purchased a zero board. I believe I had, yeah, like I never would have called myself a mystery kid, but I guess I was a mystery, like early teenager, weirdly enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I never had the boards and then I randomly ended up with a zero t-shirt that was a plain gray t-shirt and it had the zero logo in classic Phillies colors of maroon, the blue, and then the white, which was pretty sick. And I think it was actually a signature Chris Cole shirt, but wasn't slimmed down or ripped or anything like that. Um, so I think that's the only thing I've purchased from them that I can think of. I had a Dying to Live poster 
with Jamie Thomas doing the frontside crook on that one white hubba in my uh, room way back when. And that's about it. I can't say I've been a zero kid. I've admired the videos and I think that they're definitely a talking point, which is why we're talking about it today. But one of those brands that I just never got super into, don't think I'm going to get into further anytime going forward, but they've hooked up a lot of great people and have made a lot of great videos. So that's why I wanted to chat about this. Um, so this takes us to an actual copy of the video. Ian, were you lucky enough to get an actual copy of Dying to Live at any point in your time? No, no, I'm watching it on YouTube. Okay. Are you watching the uh, high quality one in parentheses? Yes, I am, as a matter of fact. <laughs> one Never does have one. really good quality. <laughs> yeah. Let, we're all for buying physical copies and everything and, uh, you know, supporting your shop if they have physical copies of videos you like. But I'm happy to give a shout out to Skate Archive on YouTube for uploading this and mentioning that it's high quality. Yeah. They've been a pivotal part. Brian, what about you? Physical copy of the video, have you had one? Uh, never like a proper one. I ended up with a burned copy, which was definitely taken from the VHS because it skipped in ways that a DVD wouldn't skip and there was no chapters or anything. So it was always just playthrough from the start. Uh, didn't really watch it too much because of that. And I don't, I don't know if I've ever even seen a copy in real life, honestly. Hmm. It's about what you think it is. It's black and gray and it's got some font on the back and there's a disc inside that says dying to live on it. Hmm. Imagine that, right? I believe it, but I'm taking your word for it. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll soon get to an option that you have if you decide that you want to purchase a copy. So we'll get there in just a second. Um, my experience with the uh, Dying to Live video, I never purchased a copy, but I was lucky enough to come up on the zero box set, the whole thing. And I, I did not pay for that. So let me get into this quick story. At my first place in Philly, I was living on the third floor at 10th and Montgomery on Temple's campus. And uh, there were, you know, not so much a dorm, but other people that were in school. Sometimes there were families. Like I think next door, there was a family there, interestingly enough, that had a kid. Um, but anyway, there was a girl there uh, that worked at Zoomies. And we ended up talking at some point because I guess she saw my skateboard. And she eventually told me that she worked at Zoomies and she won a selling contest and was able to go on one of those Colorado trips for snowboarding and got a prize package and then asked if I wanted this zero box set. And I said, yeah, sure. If you don't want it, I'll take it. It's your thing. Um, she's currently in my phone as Alex 303 because 303 was her room number. <laughs> so <laughs> should we text her? Absolutely. 100%. Okay, what should I say? Get on the pod. <laughs> Oh, it's been too okay. long. <laughs> hmm. It's a 215 number though. So big shout out to Alex303 for hooking that up. Blessing me with the box set. Um, 
if you are unable to get a physical copy, you still can from our official sponsor, The Secret Tape, where, Ian, how much do you think a VHS of Dying to Live is nowadays? Uh, I'm going to say $40. 18 uh, 40 or 18 I'm going to say both. <laughs> we can meet in the middle if you want. No, just both. Okay. If you change your mind, let me know. Um, but let's say that we want to go a little bit more new age. Brian, what do you think the DVD costs of Dying to Live? Uh, $1, Bob. $29.99. Wow. Some, yeah, some people would call it 30 which uh, I thought was interesting. Again, this is all from our uh, official sponsor, The Secret Tape, but I found it fascinating that he has these marked up as less than Strange World, and because Strange World's going for $39.99 <laughs> on The Secret Tape. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Hey, more power to you, player. The Secret Tape. You can find them on Instagram or thesecrettape.com. Uh, anything else we have to mention on physical copy or zero now that we're thinking about it? I, uh, I take back what I said earlier. I did have a set of zero wheels once. Anything to comment on them? Uh, I had to saw a blown bearing out of one of them. So they did not get to live the life that they really deserved. Hmm. Do you remember the size? Do you remember the graphic? Uh, they were black. I don't know if they really had a notable graphic. Maybe it just said zero on the wheel. They probably would have been 54s. I think that's what I was skating back then. Oh, wow. Okay. There you go. That takes us into the actual video, which again is the 2002 Zero Skateboards Dying to Live video featuring Adrian Lopez, Chris Cole, Jamie Thomas, John Rattray, John Alley, Lindsey Robertson, Matt Mumford, Ryan Bobier, and Ryan Smith. The video, of course, was edited by Jamie Thomas and Louis DuPont. At 42 minutes, in my eyes, Typical zero fashion, the post credits add on about 25 more minutes to the video. Um, <laughs> Cause normally I feel as if zero videos are just so quick with their clips that the only reason zero videos go longer than 25 minutes is because of the credits and the bonus footage after. So this one cuts out at 42 minutes. What do you guys think about that? Uh... I don't know. I was I was gonna say this comment for the end, but yeah, it felt like they just threw a bunch of bonus features in, really padded that 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 length out. Yeah, I'd agree. The DVD has quite a bit to it, and we'll get to that in a moment. So uh, we'll get there very shortly. Talking about the bonus stuff. Um, here's a question: If you were to YouTube just the words "dying to live," Ian, what do you think is gonna come up? Chris Cole. Hmm. It's actually an official music video from the Rise Records YouTube account that was posted three months ago and it looks as if it was a music video. And 
let me take this to Brian. What do you think the second video suggested was when typing in dying to live? Um, I, I want to say it is a born again, Christian affiliated group. It's kind of closed. It's, oh. uh, it's the song running from Tupac featuring the notorious B.I.G. Oh, yeah. Kind of close. Give me there. <clears throat> but interestingly enough, Dying to Live was the fifth option that can come up if you uh, are going for the YouTube situation. I'm going to share my uh, screen real quick. And Ian, I took some screenshots of YouTube comments because I think this is a direction we need to take the pot in because some of these are gold. Oh, so. Absolutely. Can I uh, be given the opportunity to have this read off from you right here from a CeeLo Milwaukee three weeks ago commenting on the Dying to Live YouTube video? What did I do to you, Carl? Why are you torturing me this week? <laughs> you silly fucking make me read this garbage. Is motherfucking me all homie train wreck in this junt or nah? Or Alex Gall, I do believe. He was something special, but he didn't last too long, and it's sad. Because, man, that motherfucker was ahead of his time. John Alley, to start off, is sweet. And so, again, this is CeeLo Milwaukee on YouTube weighing in in a YouTube comment on Dying to Live. Hey, too. Yeah, so he's trying to catch up. Um, Shout out, CeeLo. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, CeeLo, I don't know if you're looking for an answer here or what, but I don't think Trainwreck has anything in this video. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but, What's that part? I mean, he was something special. Something. Let me spell this something. real quick. Something. S-U-M-P-T-H-I-N. Something special. <laughs> that MF was ahead of his time. Okay. Uh, Brian, there's a second comment here. Again, these are just YouTube comments left on the Dying to Live video. I think I looked at two web clips for this just to get the comments in because uh, we all love banter. So Brian, can you read off this second comment left on Dying to Live? I'd eat 27 bearings before I'd make friends Eoth Lindsay. <laughs> And this was posted one year ago from the YouTube account Full Sender, which I don't know if he's a hucker of like, yo, let me send this, or uh, he likes mailing stuff or eating bearings. I don't know what this guy's deal is. But... I wish they would have elaborated more on what Lindsay did to them. Yeah. That's a lot of bearings. I know. Really willing to eat. Imagine if that was our rating system, if it was out of 27 bearings. <laughs> oh, I know, I know what I'm giving this video now. <laughs> oh, that's going to make, this going to be so annoying to edit and put in 27 bearings. <laughs> you asked for it. Yeah. I'll just get packs of the zero bearings. I think, what, what are they called? The Black Widow bearings or Black Spider ones? The ones that were in the coffin? Oh my God. Do you remember those? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right. 
So that's all I have for YouTube comments. I thought those two were wonderful. And uh, I think I'm going to keep running that idea. So <clears throat> I, I support it. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> They're good. Because you never know what will happen. It's like kids say the darndest things, but so do YouTube comments every day. <laughs> say worse things. Yeah, potentially. And more typos <laughs> that we can judge. <laughs> Uh, this takes us into the intro. We get someone dressed up in this skeleton costume. Um, Ian, Brian, have you ever been a skeleton for Halloween? I was a Diet Coke can once. <laughs> How was that? Not, it was great, but I was never a skeleton. Hmm. Yeah, never, never a skeleton. Definitely had like a few Misfits shirts in my day but that's about as close as I've come. Got it. Okay. Well, there's always a uh, post pandemic Halloween. You can go for the skeleton outfit and say, I'm the dying to live intro, just like this person that's in here. <laughs> um, I made a note that in the opening intro, they say zero skateboards proudly presents. And I thought that was interesting because <clears throat> In Thrill of It All, which was in 1997, they say also Zero Skateboards proudly presents. And then they did not include that they were proudly presenting in 1999's Misled Youth. So let me ask if you can recall, why do you think they were not proud to present Misled Youth? <laughs> uh, too busy partying. I was thinking something like that, yeah. I mean, yeah, they had what Ellington at the time. Marco, oh, yeah. the mule, young Bobier. Um, yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe he was kind of salty about how there was a lot of partying going on, and what what's the average length of a pardon misled youth? Like two minutes. <laughs> about that, yeah. Yeah. Something I noticed. Um, we hit some makes, some bales. I was kind of bummed that I didn't see a land on this uh, Jamie Thomas crook through the kinked rail that he skates quite a bit. Did you guys catch that? Yeah, yeah, about the same thing. Visually pleasing and also sounded great how he just boomed through each little kink. I thought that was something that should have been landed. Um, I made a note that it was random to have two front side no slides in the intro. One's on this New York hubba that Jamie skates in chomp on this. And also one from Lindsay right before the, uh, what I like to call the second part of the intro. Hmm. And I made a note that Adrian Lopez does a back tail to fakie on this kink drill and ended up using that same exact clip Four years later in his circa part, it's time. What do you guys think about that? Four years to reuse a clip? Is that safe? I never noticed it uh, till you mentioned it right now. So he got away with it. Hey, Maybe do it, yeah. Adrian Lopez. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, he does have a good back tail to fakey. He's been running that since earlier zero videos. So good to him. Good for him for uh getting this past us 
any notes that we have from the intro? Unremarkable. Lots of slams, lots of quick cuts. Sounds like a zero video. Yep. Okay, this gets us hyped up. Again, this is the Who song. I think Jamie has a quite a bit of history with the Who. So we hear them again in this intro. I think it sets the tone of the video. The editing always kind of makes you feel as if you're watching a zero video with click uh, cuts and bails and whatnot, but also good slams and makes. Some makes, not too many though. Small handful. Yeah. Uh, we hit John Alley. I'm going to say this part rules. What do you guys think of it? For sure. Yeah. What do yeah? What do we like about this part? He's got a whole section where he kick flips into rail tricks for like 10, 12 clips in a row. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't stop. Super, super impressive, especially for the time. And at least for me, the kick flip front tail. That was really, really wild one. Uh, I, I notice he does, he does no slides on handrails in both directions, which I feel is not too common. And he also does kickflip no slide on handrail both directions, which is even sticker. He also skates black wheels at one point. Mm-hmm. Even manages to throw in two switch tricks in this with both switch front boards, which I had to uh, make a note of. I think only one nolly trick though with Nolly front side, lip side. Mm. But don't let that fool you because he's still got a BMX grind in there. <laughs> you can 50-50 and kick flip into anything all day, but can you double peg grind the rail? So I did quite a bit of uh, data on this part. I'm personally not the biggest fan of caring about all the numbers of within this four minute frame, this many tricks were done just like this or you know, things of that nature. But the first thing I took note of was the number of tricks that had a double angle. So Ian, if you had to put a percentage on how much of the part or how many of the tricks use a double angle, how many tricks have a double angle? What percentage? Uh, I'm going to say 10%. Almost 20. Really? Damn. Yeah, yeah. I I counted, and I think I uh, I don't count like a second angle as another trick, but I counted forty three tricks, and I counted a double angle on the first kickflip back lip, the nose blunt right after it, the front feeble on the one rail, he uh, 50-50s the slash rail, and I'm talking about the uh, slash rail where slash falls on it in pig slaughterhouse against the bushes. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever coined it that, but that's where my head's at. <laughs> um, also a back lip gets a double angle, kickflip front side, no slide gets a double angle. And then another kickflip back lip gets a double angle. Uh, finally concluding with front side nose blunt, which has a double angle. So almost 20% of the tricks have a double angle. I ran the numbers and 4.65% of the tricks are switch stance. So a little shy of 5% of the tricks are switch stance. <laughs> and Brian, what percentage of the tricks have a kickflip into it for John Alley's part? 
going to go 25%. That's pretty close. And do you want to weigh in the number of tricks that John Alley kickflips into and dying to live? What percentage? 26? 26. 20.9. Damn. Mm. 20.9%. Yeah, I don't have a bunch of notes on this because I think this part's awesome. It's short. It's sweet. You get double angles. You uh, get even some switch tricks. You get one nollie trick. And you get a BMX grind. I don't know what else to say. This part rules. It's quick. The Slayer song rules. John Alley's great. Yeah. Anything? To, yeah. Anything to mention on John Alley? Big fan of the front nose slides. I feel like that's a fairly uncommon and definitely underrated trick. So anyone that's got them, especially on handrails, big fan of them. Or actually, sorry, there's a Nolly cab. So that makes two Nolly tricks. So there's Nolly front lip and Nolly cab. My apologies. True. I don't know. There's another Nolly cab. For some reason, I always thought that it was just the one. But yeah, two Nolly cabs and one Nolly lip upon further inspection. <laughs> so we've talked about one John. Let's talk about another John. John Rattray's part. I have a little bit of song trivia for John Rattray's part. Again, talking about dying to live. Um, Ian, what'd you think of this song? I fucking hate this song. <laughs> Why? Have you listened to it? I have quite a bit. I kind of like this part. <laughs> That's why I hate it. It's just not, it's not something I want to hear at all. And it's definitely not something I want to hear in a skate video. Hmm. Me personally. Okay. Brian, what about you? Do you feel the same way about the proclaimers I'm going to be? I don't hate it. Uh, I associate it with bad karaoke more than anything. <laughs> So it doesn't help. Uh, corny as fuck to have the Scottish guy skate to a Scottish band. Right. Yeah. But I, I feel like it kind of fits the part. Yeah, I think it's refreshing, honestly. I feel as if every Rattray part's refreshing in a Zero video because you're probably going to see some transition skating maybe even some indoor skating. I don't think we saw a lot of tricks done inside a building. Uh, I think Rattray might only hold that to his name and some no complies. I don't know. John Rattray is always nice to see, but I understand what you're saying about this song. So let's dive into some song trivia about it. Maybe we don't like it. Maybe this trivia will help us out, make us like it a little bit more. Uh, of course, we're talking about the Proclaimers, songs called I'm Going to Be. Some people call it 500 Miles. The song was mainly written by Craig Reed in August of 1987 while waiting to travel to a Hiberian football club match in Aberdeen. Reed has said that the band's earnings from the song are about five times the rest of their catalog combined. Kind of cool. One song to set it off. Wow. Yeah. Um, the song was originally recorded and released in 1988. However, because of being used in the 1993 movie Benny and June, it reached the top three on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart during the summer of that year. So five years later, it ended up in the top three for this Billboard Hot 100. What do you guys think about that five years for a song to go from 
just out there to blowing up. Does that happen nowadays? It feels as if nothing sits around for five years. No. It is impressive. Good for them. Still a bad song. <laughs> real, uh, real sleeper hit. Maybe it should have stayed asleep. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, well, you can go walk 500 miles and then come back and talk to us about it, about that. <laughs> Man, I miss karaoke. I wish I could go listen to someone sing this song. <laughs> uh, uh, we got to start a spinoff karaoke pod. There's no way that they're doing uh, karaoke on Zoom, are they? Uh, somebody is for sure. Yeah. I wonder if there's a review karaoke podcast or YouTube uh, submission similar to Feedback TS, like send us your karaoke and we'll <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> That'd be kind of sick. They just have some rude person talking about karaoke. <laughs> talking about how drunk they look and how drunk they're singing. I would tune in. It sounds promising. Should we do yeah. it? I got nothing but time. <laughs> As uh, the song in Louis' part once said, time is on your side. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the actual Rattray part. Song aside, some notes I have here. Um, the 360 flip and then no push front board is at a school my dad worked at and retired from in West Philly. It's kind of cool. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he, I believe, is the second and final person we get a nollie cab from in the video. Correct me if I'm wrong. If anyone wants to correct me, go for it. Uh, Sounds right. Yeah. I was a big fan of the switch stance backside flip and then Nolly flip at Belmont. What do you guys think of that line? Solid. I like that he avoided the rail. Yeah, no, but I mean, people have, you know, jumped down it, but I thought it was a well-executed line and that switch backside flip super good. Yeah. We get a demo clip that has two angles to it. Uh, stale fish at a skate park over a hip. And I made a note that on the pyramid, it's graffitied, we are 138, which is a Beatles reference, I think. Um, you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Rolling Stones. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Oh, sorry, the monkeys. It's a monkeys reference. We are 138, it's a monkeys reference. Um, banana splits actually i mean that 138's code word for banana splits so if you rearrange them oh you know what if you uh drop the three in 138 it's one eight which is an alter ego name for anti-hero oh it all and, makes sense now and bob burnquist wrote for them maybe you've heard of them rings a bell yeah uh some final notes here for John Rattray's part. He kickflips over a rail facing forward. He manuals down the hubba, which I think is one of the standout parts uh, of this video. I don't want to say it's the best trick of the video, but it definitely stands out. Um, 
I had to look closely at one of the YouTube comments because in the one line he does inward heal and then feeble. And someone said that his truck sparks, but upon further inspection, I think it's just the camera flash. But I had to look very closely to confirm this. Mm. Uh, YouTube comments, am I right? Can't live with them. Uh, we get frontside 180 down the Caswell gap. I don't know if anyone else calls it the Caswell gap. No, that's what I call it. Or rivet gap. <laughs> the Barcelona rivet gap. Yeah. You know, there's the Gino gap and then there's the Caswell gap. <laughs> uh, I think this might also be the only ender that's not slow mode. Oh. Because John, yeah. John Alley does the nose blunt. Mumford does back tail shove. Uh, Bobier's is definitely the slow mode back 180. Friend section, slow mode. Adrian Lopez is slow mo. Robertson is not slow mode with heel flip. Heel flip's not slow mode. Yep. There you go. I think that's the second non slow mode. Uh, um jamie thomas is slow mode chris cole gets slow mode on the right away yeah yeah you're right hmm oh i think that still counts for slow mode right yeah it's in there yeah anyway we'll get to all those parts shortly um uh, any other notes on john rattray's part the uh, the line he does at the Mac before the Nolly tray barely lands it and then immediately in a front 180 stale fish. That was a wild one. So it, to make it clean, proper, whatever for for such a, a trick selection and line. Yeah, just run that shit. He does a uh, does a switch back 180 down a double set, which I thought was noteworthy. He doesn't do a whole lot of switch. Uh, and I watched it yesterday with my roommate and he made the comment that in the one line, he, he may do the fastest no comply revert that anyone's done. Definite standout. Can either yeah. of you guys do No comply rewind? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been able to do them going any speed that's not like well, casual? Yeah, because I, I can do that trick pretty well, I think, but I can't imagine doing it at like half the speed that he's doing it at. And he does it so flawlessly. Like, yeah. I just had to rewatch that clip again because I can't believe how quickly all of that happens. It's impressive. I'm curious how slick that ground is because No Comply rewinds one of those tricks that you can get away with either landing in a full switch nose manual and then half cabbing or almost mopping the floor and then just power sliding back. Yeah. Um, but now I'm curious how fast I could do that trick. So as soon as the streets are clear, catch me outside. Yeah, next time I'm allowed to skate at the warehouse, I'm just going to try dropping in on different size ramps and no complaining at the very I'll let you know how that goes. And that's the whole run. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
will say John Rattray's line game is pretty sick. Like every line he does has something interesting going on with it, whether it's just potentially on the verge of collapse or you're curious how he's going this quickly or tying together these uh, different types of tricks. Like he kickflips a flat gap and then does that no comply and then crooks a huge hubba. Like that seems like such a variety of tricks to throw together in a line. Yeah. Yeah, he's creative. I like that about him. Yeah. ATV. Yeah. I want to say this is probably the most uh, ATV part. I don't want to give an award for this because some videos are tough to dissect that way, but I think this has so much variety to it and it's enjoyable. I feel like it's definitely one of the more unique zero parts in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a huge, a very high, not a very high bar to pass, but yeah, great. <laughs> But then he has good standout tricks, like he nollies over that one rail. Jamie Thomas gets obliterated on. Nolly flips off of this huge brick bank. Like there are a lot of good standout tricks, but then a lot of stuff that's so different that the part just works. And his gear's not that tight. Mm -hmm. Slim, being, being slim, yeah. And I like his ender too, now that I look at it more. It's pretty gnarly. Is Ender's the, the like varial flip from bank to bank, right? Yeah, some would call it a big flip. Some would call it 360 flip, yeah. bigger flip. Okay. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it goes 360 flip. Oh. Yeah. Damn YouTube quality. Yeah, I can't really tell. It happens pretty quickly. Just got to slow it down. <laughs> Can you do these. that on YouTube? Yeah, if you click the little gidget. Yeah, it's a 360 flip for sure. Holy shit. Then you can watch your videos chopped and screwed. Oh my god, this changes everything. <laughs> Just imagine Slaughterhouse chopped and screwed on 0.25 <laughs> speed. Oh, yes. I know. Next week. <laughs> That's a 360 flip. Look at that. Yeah, it's definitely one to wind back, though. Yeah. That's good stuff. And whatever white t shirt or white button up he's skating quite a bit in this, I'm so curious what brand that is and if he still has it. Because he has a lot of clips in it. That's like something Greco would put in a um, airtight glass container how many tri uh, tricks he got on it anyway let's move on we hit matt mumford and this queen song i did a little bit of digging and i found out that this song was inspired by the life and exploits of martin luther king jr with the lyrics recounting a man battling and overcoming the odds one vision Makes sense. What'd you guys think of Matt Mumford's part? I like it. It's not my favorite part in the video, but it doesn't get the vert button. <laughs> Ian, does uh, Matt Mumford's 
pretty much all black attire work for you? Well, first off, I think all black works on everybody all the time. Second, uh, he's, as far as the vert button thing goes, he's one of those uh, transition skaters that when they do skate street, I like, they might not have the cleanest street style, but I really like watching them skate street because it just looks so different from what you're used to. Uh, I'm not explaining that very well, I guess, but I don't know. I enjoy the, the mix of street tricks in here and park tricks. I like his back tails on transition, especially the first one that he does. And he does like a series of tricks across a channel in a bowl, and he ends it with a he like ollies the channel and does a back tail. It's a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna share my screen in a second, and you tell me if I'm spot on with this uh, comparison. Is this Matt Mumford? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ian, what am I screen sharing right now for those who uh, don't have the Patreon? It looks like a movie flyer for Hitman the movie. Mm-hmm. Once a video game. I think at one point a movie too. Um, I think Matt Mumford kind of looks like this guy from the Hitman video games. going to say it. Nothing wrong with that. Um, some notes I have here. He does wear a lot of black and... I kind of joked if uh, they renamed Goth Mumford. Like, yo, he's like going through a Mumford phase right now. He just wears a lot of black and listening to Queen. Well, that sounds like you're talking about someone going through a huge Mumford and Sons phase, which I think Ooh. would be a phase. Yeah. We would have to give it some other type of name, though. But he does wear a pretty cool blue Zero shirt at one point. Uh, for backside nose grind, made a note of that. It wasn't a bl uh, black t-shirt. Did make a note that I feel as if in this video and maybe in other zero videos, it's happened a lot, and I've just missed it. Where they'll try and get away with, <laughs> and I say try and get away with because they've done it a bunch now that I'm thinking more about the video. But they'll have a picnic table for a. Uh, I don't know, kind of a basic ledge trick and then a rail after it. And so many zero skaters have used that type of setup that I just think it's funny. Um, the line in particular I'm thinking of is switch crook and then pushes a little bit and then fakie board slide or fakie lip, whatever you want to call it. He was uh, he was another surprising switch pusher when I was watching that line. Why you think he would push switch Mongo? I would absolutely expect that from him. Yeah, really. I think he, uh, on when I look back at this again, he does this line in what appears to be this schoolyard, and I think it's so cool. He has so many globe stickers on his board. <laughs> And a thunder sticker, like, geez, he has like four on this thing. It's so visible and noticeable. It's kind of cool. Um, some other things I made a note of. There's good pool stuff. The back tail and front smith are incredible. And there's the board slide he does down this kink trail that I feel as if, and this becomes a C, uh, series of uh other tricks too but 
He board slides this kink rail and Atiba or his brother is there and he has their camera at the rail and just doesn't look as if they're shooting it, but it's a make. <laughs> and then they show another angle and it's not to confuse you. It's like, no, he's like, just, just like looking at the whole thing. Just taking it all in. Yeah. Just like, whoa, <laughs> this guy does wear a lot of black. Maybe it was one of those situations where they already got the photo and they had to go back and get the clip a different day. Just oh, sure. Yeah. Doesn't really explain where the, why the camera's out. So. Yeah. Maybe just to <laughs> match a photo that was shot another way. Someone else shot a photo and he was in it and they just needed him there to be in the photo <laughs> recreation. We gotta, say. Do you think he would respond to this question on Instagram if we asked him? Uh probably comment on the post <laughs> with which emoji uh that's a good question i can't say probably a fire heart. yeah fire one. Oh, i was thinking the flex oh yeah that one too <laughs> um i'm watching again and that one board he does the line with um opening line gets more love later on I think when Inali flips this double set in what appears to be an ACDC t-shirt, what do you guys think about ACDC? Uh, I don't really like ACDC, but I do really like the way he caught that Nolly flip. I just watched it in slow motion because I'm watching the whole video now in slow motion since you showed me this. And he really, he caught that thing perfectly with his front foot. But yeah, uh, not a big ACDC fan. Ryan, what about you? Carl, you already know how I feel. You can't spell trash without ACDC. <laughs> That's an actual quote from me, right? Yep. I can't believe I just shot that out in a text as like, oh, I don't know. Maybe this will hit home, but yeah. <laughs> oh, pretty funny. I came up with that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's a milestone in my comedy texting career. Uh, we get back Smith on the rail that Ardo apparently died on and sorry. Yeah. Trying, yeah, trying feeble. I still don't understand how Ardo ate so much shit trying a feeble on that rail. Like, did his kingpin just dig into the rail? He, just he was on Fury at the time, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. That'll that do would, it. That will do it. Right. meeting adjourned guys this was fun <laughs> <laughs> um we get an our ender back in slow-mo with backtail shove to fry chicken and i did some digging and apparently those lyrics were just thrown in for fun to stray away from the rest of the song <laughs> kind of cool I'm for it. Yeah. Any notes on Matt Mumford and Sons? The only other one that had been touched on, he does a, a big spin front board. And I, I always, always associate that trick with Ellington, but his was pretty damn proper. Ellington does get a cameo in here, so maybe they were sharing those vibes. Yep. 
one man, one goal. <laughs> I've actually never seen them in the same room together. You don't think. Wait a one, sec. That the clip is just mirrored and it's Ellington because Ellington's goofy. Oh, I was going for a, more, a much deeper conspiracy that they're the same person. Yeah. Mm. Think about it, Carl. How many rooms have you been in your life and not seen both Eric Ellington and Matt Mumford in? That's a good question. Because I ran the numbers. <laughs> yeah, we got some stats here. <laughs> the odds. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'll, I'll give you a hint. The, the number rhymes with zero. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Anything else on Matt Mufford? No. Okay. Nope. Legend. Yeah. Uh, we hit Ryan Bobier, which I'm going to say is the bathroom part, a.k.a. the spanky stay gold of the video. I uh, <laughs> made a note that John Alley had already kicked up no slid this one rail that he backside 50-50s. And I'm okay with him using that because he might have not been pro at the time. But what's up with that? anyway um ryan also gets an ender also in slow-mo with back 180 down the rivet gap and that's all i have for this part <laughs> it is a gorgeous back 180 the filming's on point mm -hmm. but yeah, for a gap that's already been front 180 in the middle of someone else's part in the same video, felt a little strange. Mm -hmm. But uh, I did really love the hurricane he does. One of my favorite tricks to see on a rail when it's done right. And uh, he also does a crook pop over, a very, very mellow out rail. Uh, and it just looks like he's, he's chilling super hard, wearing a hoodie, like, super easy for him mm -hmm. but not not too much worthy of note i'm also now seeing so yeah i'm seeing now he 360 flips this one street gap and then he kick flips off what appears to be the curb after it it's kind of cool threw that in after in the editing it was a cool back 180 yeah it's a good one that all I got. I like that. We hit the friend section. And I always thought that this first clip with the front board was Steve Barra for some reason, but it's actually Frank Gerwer. And his name is misspelled in the credits. Yeah, how do they spell it? I think it's Grewer. <laughs> I could be wrong. It's definitely misspelled, though. Got it. 
I should make a note that the fourth trick into this is a backsmith on a handrail, which is actually in Philly. It's at the Baldy School that in the previous episode of the pod, we talked about Rich Adler doing back 5-0 as his ender. And that's at the same school, this rail that gets backsmithed from uh, Whitey, who was one of the hot Mac, uh, sorry, hot wax crew members mm. back then. Who also worked at Spectrum, which was the skate shop near me growing up. And then the clip after it, some guy doing a nollie flip at Rinkin. And it just pissed, it just got me so annoyed that so many skaters in this video think it's okay to have their hat sticking out of their back pocket or a t-shirt. And it reminded <laughs> me of Tales from Sonic. <laughs> so now moving forward for this episode, whenever we talk about a shirt with, whenever we talk about a beanie, a hat, or a t-shirt in someone's back pocket, I will be calling it the Tales. <laughs> I won't even talk about the trick. I'm just going to say tails. And that's what that's going to mean is that they did a trick with their hat in their back pocket or a t-shirt or maybe something else. But... A satchel. Okay, here we go. What really bugged me about that clip is he's still wearing a shirt. Yeah, I don't get that. And I'm going to assume that the guy he high fives is just laughing, just like, yo, tails. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know Ronson Lambert has a trick in this? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. I just saw his name in the credits, and now I'm really curious which clip it is, because I don't think I know. I hope it's, he's uh... Oh, do you know? Yeah, it's a it's a skinny hubba, I think double kink board slide. Oh. Pretty unremarkable. Wow. That's so random. It was. And I, I didn't realize that until I actually went through the credits and tried to match up who was who in the friend section. What the fuck is he doing in a zero video? <laughs> well, I think he's from San Diego. Okay. This is a this is a very San Diego heavy video. Oh yeah. I don't think I had many other clips or uh mentioned. There's a Ty Evans clip, there's a Rick Howard nose blunt, there's a Templeton clip, which is awesome. I don't know if he actually hits the kink at the end, but <laughs> that's uh something I'm willing to look past because it's Ed. What do you guys think about this montage? Atiba actually shoots a photo from the looks of it with Trey Flip from Rick McCrank, so that's new. <laughs> he's actually using the camera he's holding. What do you guys think of this Friends montage? I like it a lot. The, the list of people in it is pretty wild. Um, terrible, fucking terrible song. 
I'm so glad every version of it on YouTube gets muted. You don't like Neil Young? No, no I, I don't know enough about Neil Young to say I don't, but this song, it's, it's, and especially in this video, I feel like it's a weird, weird, weird fit. Well, you just got to keep searching for a heart of gold and maybe you'll grow to like them. Noted. Um, JTL hits the Rincon rail with an AFI shirt on. Oh, we're not there yet. We have to talk about Jamie Thomas, Tails. Um, okay, what were you saying? <laughs> I'm just commenting on an AFI shirt. I thought that was a, a bold move to rock that in a, in a zero video. Yeah. I think it's also cool that we got a small glimpse of what the DC video was going to look like with the winning clip, the Kalis clip, and Rob Durdick clip. Including a repeat spot that bumped to Outledge that seems to be fabricated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who's who's Karen? <laughs> Who's talking about that? <laughs> uh, we get Lance Jr. and Sr. They have a Carol clip, and they actually spell my Carol's name wrong in the credits, which now makes me wonder how many typos there are in the credits, now that Ian brought that up with Frank Gerwer being misspelled. I had at least one more written down, so we're up to three at this point. But I wasn't really looking for them. There were some that just stuck out. So we, maybe that's a statistic we need. Hmm. We'll let another want, podcast I, I count the out, credits. I figured out how to watch YouTube videos in slow motion. If you want me to go through the credits again, and just really <laughs> you can do so many different speeds. It's crazy. I'm good. I'm right. just gonna keep pondering how cool it is to have Costin, Mullen, and Ben Gilly in a montage. <laughs> God, Ben Gilly rules. I hope he's the team manager of Pigwood when they come back. <laughs> Ooh. That'd be such a good move. Him or Ragdoll. Yeah, it's gotta be Ragdoll, but Ben Gilly's a good choice too. Yeah. I <laughs> hope he's just on the team. He's just got like a comeback part out of nowhere. That'd be cool. I'd be so into that. He's got the under. <laughs> I forget where I was listening to it. I think it was on the Fancy Lad podcast. They interviewed this guy that worked on the Black Label videos, and they talk about Ben Gilly and said that he used to just go ballistic on himself when he didn't land tricks. Poor guy. Galia Mamalu does maybe the smoothest nolly back tail on a handrail ever. Uh, I actually, yeah, we should make a note. It looks as if when Rodney Mullen's doing the guest trick, he has a watch on. I don't know if anyone else in the video had a watch on at any point. Um, <laughs> as they say in the Louis song, time is on his side. And uh, it looks as if he's wearing a Zero t-shirt, which is the Jamie Thomas Front Smith t-shirt. Do you guys see that? If you Did not notice. Very closely, it 
it looks as if it's just a t-shirt with a bunch of stairs on it, just like the Frontside Smith Jamie Thomas board. Wow, sick. Yeah. Wonder how that uh, all panned out. Who asked him? Jamie called me. <laughs> and I told him <laughs> I was going to wear the shirt for my trick in his video. And nobody was doing that at the time of wearing t-shirts of other guys in other videos. And then, and then I called Mark. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> How long have you been working on that impression for? <laughs> well, that's spot on. <laughs> I told Jamie I had these globe stickers on my board. And... I put them there. <laughs> All right. We had Adrian Lopez. I'm going to say that this song low-key goes. And I wonder if it's anybody's favorite part. Um, like on ever or between the three of us? Um. Well, yeah. All right. Let's ask us three. Is Adrian Lopez's part in Dying to Live your favorite part, Ian? Yeah, it might be. It's up there. Something about it. Maybe it's the song kind of takes me out of it, takes me onto a vacation mindset. <laughs> Brian, what about you? How does this part ring for you, Adrian Lopez? If, yeah, if I had to rank it, it's, it's in the top half, but... I wouldn't put it in the top spot. Okay. I uh, did a quick check because I've been curious what the lyrics are to this song. And we uh, did a song dissection recently for Good and Evil in Diego's part. And I'm not sure how correct this is, but the song is called Joe B, Joe Ba, which is slang for easy promiscuous girl. Mm. And. The song appears to be about the relationship the singer has with some girl. And at one point they reference being sad when alone and no distance can keep them apart. So tragic. Yeah. Joe B. Joe Ba. I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, we get a super quick and kind of underrated switch tray at Ladome on that double set. Nolly front heel over this wooden barrier that I think Ryan Smith eventually does some tricks over. And an interesting ender. I don't know. It feels as if it's been discussed a bunch, even in teenage years, of like, all right, like fakey port slide's really gonna be his ender. Like and the rail's so close to his truck when he's doing it. Like, I don't know. So many people have dissected. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but it is there. It's a it's a good watch. It, it's I mean, maybe it's the song that makes it feel a little out of place in this video, but kind of in a good way. Um, mm -hmm. You mentioned the switch tray, yeah, definitely a standout when I was watching. Uh, he also does a real real quick line in Barcelona front nose grind and then kickflip manual down that one manual pad that everybody skates. I don't remember seeing anyone else skate the spot like that real quick back to back well as you know i'm watching this all in slow motion again, <laughs> and uh 
And I think he may have touched on that kick foot manual, which is a bummer. Oh. Let, really? let me go back and watch. Because I'll make it even slower. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine what this song sounds like at half speed. Ooh. Oh, and I Wait, it slows the songs down too? Yeah. If you uh, decided to unmute the video, it would play it in that got, speed. Yeah, I didn't even consider that. Wow. Technology, yeah. man. Yeah, that's wild. Oh my God, he's got to touch on that. <laughs> Don't even go back and watch it. It's gonna make you sad. Okay. Regardless of that touch, though, I'm a big fan of his full cabs. He's got a real good full cab. Mm. And I like the, he's got that nice short guy style. He's like what I want to see when I'm watching Daniel Castillo skate. <laughs> More tricks. <laughs> I like I like watching. Him. I like. I like watching him skate. It's just like, oh, here we go, another 360. There's a lot. Uh, Adrian Lopez has got a lot more variety, which I I, I enjoy. I, yeah. I absolutely get what you're saying. Thanks. Yeah, we... I know, I'm not stating it very eloquently, but <laughs> that's that. Yeah, good part. Um, I think he's also a culprit for the zero line setup with a bench trick before a rail. I think he has two or three of them. I'm not pointing fingers as a he's guilty type of deal, but I see what you're up to. Hey, get those clips, player. <laughs> you got to do. Yeah. Uh, anything else on Adrian's part? Uh same thing I said for Rattray, but yeah, you make the Latino dude skate to a Spanish song. Sick. Yeah. How about that? Hmm. Do you guys think those were Jamie Thomas decisions or, I mean, with him and Rattray, do you think they were decisions they made? <sighs> I don't know if people get choices when it comes to Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah. What if, you know, I feel as if everyone says Jamie's this or Jamie's that with videos, but what if he just kept directing it to the other person who's editing the video? Like he was like, no, that's Lee's idea, man. I don't know. You got to take that up with DuPont. <laughs> it is yeah, he's just such a shady character. He, gets, he keeps blaming <laughs> and redirecting everyone's inquiries to the other person editing. <laughs> Classic middle management. Yeah. Like, dude, why did you... Sorry, go ahead, Ian. No, you you go first, because I'm going to go off topic a bit. Oh. (laughs) It's like, dude, why did you give me a huge rage section before my part? Like, I don't know. You got to talk to Lee about that, man. (laughs) (laughs) Or if he puts it in email, talk to Lee, period. (laughs) He he CCs him. Hey, I've I've CC'd Lee if you want to talk about your part. (laughs) (laughs) I hope the email that he CCs is just like Lee at AOL.com. Like <laughs> Lee DuPont's actual email address. It's like, he'll, he'll see this. Talk to him about it. <laughs> Can't spell lead without Lee. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we'll now take a break uh, to hear a word from our sponsors. 
Wanted to take this time to thank one of our sponsors of the podcast, Spectrum Skateboard Company. You can find them on Instagram at Spectrum Skateboard Co. They're awesome. You can find them online at SpectrumSkateboardCo.com. And we're back talking about Lindsay Robertson's part. What did you guys think? This uh, bail section, rage section set to Bob Marley's Simmer Down. What did you guys think of Lindsay Robertson's intro? Yeah, I, I get it. He seems bad. He doesn't seem happy. I'd go as far as to say he looks a bit unhappy. Yeah. But it's, you know, kind of odd because then you look at the first trick and he's doing a shaka that I'm going to now be doing whenever I land something that I pull out of my rear. And I don't know. It just seems as if every day's a different story with this guy. I kind of like it. It gives him some personality, which I don't think we've had too much of in the other parts. You got uh-huh, JK. He uh, introduces his board to a camera that's on a parking block. Doesn't like his t-shirt. I actually resonate a lot with some of these actions. I, I'm not going to lie. I've, I almost had a little meltdown two days ago. Ooh. But, you know, it's all in the game. I wonder if he had to pay for that camera that he uh, broke. My whole life I thought it was a portable stereo. That's what I do. What if it was Muska's boombox? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that could, this little photo could be a meme for sure. <laughs> you could just put any little thing in place of that camera of like COVID. <laughs> and it would work. I'm for it. It'd be easy too. It's just a small click and drag. Your um, template. Uh, yeah, that'd be easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could do a lot of meme comedy with this uh, beginning part. This is a, a really interesting part. I did some numbers on this and I counted that there were 23 tricks done in this part. And so let me ask Ian in Lindsay Robertson's part, how many of the tricks do you think are slow mode? If he had to put a percentage on it out of 23 tricks. Um, I feel like it's a hundred. <laughs> I can't think of one. That's not. Okay. But I'm also- watching it in slow-mo maybe that's why i think that all right i take that back <laughs> i think it's 60 percent 69 percent 69 percent yeah okay and again i'm talking tricks not so much percentage of the part how many of the tricks were slow mode and we're not counting the opening montages tricks we are not because i i would personally argue that breaking musk is Boombox is a trick, but if you say so. Not, there yeah. was also no slow mo in the beginning, so right. they would be excluded. And that doesn't, yeah, his uh, camera mishap doesn't count as a trick. Right. Well, what's the answer? 
30.4% of the tricks in Lindsay Robertson's part are slow mode. Well, uh, we hit the Ollie, we hit back heel, front side, no slide, the nose grind, front side flip, Nolly heel, which was actually a few blocks away from that first place I mentioned living in Philly where I acquired the zero box set. kind of cool coming full circle a few blocks away. Um, yeah, I don't know. This, this part's cool. I don't know if I would put it on before going skating, but this guy did his thing, man. You got to give him credit for that. I got two words for you. He'll flip Indy. Yeah. I just want to watch that clip before I go skate. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> He'll flip Indy in slow-mo. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah, I can't do either part of that trick, so I, I genuinely think it's sick. I, can't, I don't think I've ever seen anyone else do that trick on street anything. So There might be a reason. Oh, there's a damn good reason. It's a stupid trick. but. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm kind of curious if I could do one. Cause I'm usually in the mentality of if I can do the trick, I can say how I feel about it. Cause nobody can then redirect and say, well, you're just mad. You've never done one. I'm like, no, I have. You want to see my badge officer? <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else on Lindsay's part? He does the heel flip frontboard fakie. I think at Beverly Hills High, the last slow-mo trick from the first section. And uh, he lands proper fakie looking backwards, and he just looks upstairs at the rail. Fucking attitude for days. Love that. Yeah. I'm now realizing I made a blooper when I said uh, Belmont earlier in Rat Ray's part. That, yeah, that's Beverly Hills. Yeah, I, I was going like to let it slide. But... <laughs> and you're just going to let the facts come out? I mean, this is a fact everything we say on here is fact oh no i i knew i was going to bring it up right now oh okay got it um thanks for also (laughs) um yeah he uh he switched ollies the double set same one that red tray switched back 180s and uh chief is just walking up to the double set vx in hand not filming it So that's a miss. That's another miss. Yep. Hmm. I like, and I've now seen this with a few of his tricks. As soon as he lands, he just stands right back up again. Like he's going to do an Ellington celebration or some shit. <laughs> I really like that now that I think about it. Like he's going to point to someone who watched it or do an Ellington dance. <laughs> I wish. I don't have anything else for Lindsay's part, but I don't care about Ryan Smith's part at all, and I don't have any notes for it. So I'm going to go get some water because I'm feeling a bit dehydrated, so I'll be back. Okay, we'll keep the conversation going while you're gone. Um, Smith's, Ryan, yeah, Ryan Smith's part, just like a Misfits song, it's quick and it's hard. There's some good tricks in here. Uh, I like the partying aspect that they give to him in the beginning. Um we're drinking at the sans 
tables or benches in Barcelona. You get a caveman board slide, a beer bong, switch flip fall. Looks as if he has a red dragons group shot. Uh, hmm. Pretty rad. A big flipped attempt, which I think is kind of a random trick for this part in this video as a whole. It's a shame we didn't get that. Mm. True. Uh, um, <laughs> I love the beer waterfall that he has going with this uh, Molson <laughs> Canada logger that has a disposable camera right next to it. <laughs> it's awesome. Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to go on a road trip again and try and reenact this. <laughs> yeah, this is a Molson Canadian lager from the looks of it. You've been to Canada. Did you drink this Molson Canadian lager? Uh, multiple times. So is it, the, uh, how does it compare to America beer? Um, it, it's, I think it's like their, their standard lager. So like what we've got, you know, Budweiser, Miller, whatever, that's like their version of it, but it's better. Got it. The, the, the standard's higher, but that's, that's their everyday drinker beer. Understood. Had it multiple, multiple times up there. Yeah, he slaughters this first set. We get a front side flip double angle with gloves on. Nolly Crook, <laughs> we uh, revisit the bank to wooden barrier with a Nolly back heel and also Nolly backside flip. It's similar to what Adrian Lopez was skating. Yeah, sorry, Ian. We're still talking about Ryan Smith's part. Oh, that's um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like this part. I just don't have too much to say about it. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. It just kind of doesn't do much for me. Yeah, I like the DC shoes he's skating with the strap. I don't know exactly if they're mm. all the same shoe, but it's cool. I like how he also does a trick down the Carlsbad set, not the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> set not the gap yeah second second one in the video that went down the, the stairs and not the gap mm -hmm. yeah. there was that guest trick with nolly front 180 and ryan's part yeah we get a paul mack now cameo he uh he really did make drinking look super cool in this part yeah maybe it's the quick clips of it where you're like oh man i want to do that i want to party with ryan yeah life of ryan <laughs> that's what i want canadian version life of ryan <laughs> it's life of ryan eh? that sounds like a sketch comedy where they're making a parody of life of ryan but they're like life of ryan canada <laughs> or life of ryan smith <laughs> <laughs> very different it just makes fun of <laughs> that uh series mtv put out and it's just the red dragons doing some wild ass shit <laughs> i'd be into that 100 percent. i'm surprised red dragons hasn't made their way onto a netflix series oh my god Speaking of, Canada. Yeah, speaking of Netflix series, where are the ATL twins? 
forget yeah we're done the dying to live <laughs> video talk All we'll right. now just be uh creating a conspiracy podcast on what happened to the atl twins oh i brought my wrong set of notes yeah whoops yeah we hit chris cole's part pennsylvania legend some would say um how psyched do you think jamie thomas was when in the intro chris falls and then there's a zero board standing graphic up in the background (laughs) how thrilled do you think editors were to see that like oh man i'd say thrilled (laughs) don't mess this up (laughs) (laughs) and i'm kind of curious why the board was there like i see some photo stuff up so it must have been to just protect a photo piece but i don't know there wasn't anything behind it so i'm curious i didn't see anything over there that's just product placement blatant yeah do you think he even fell or did they just tell him like bro lay down and just like act like you fell off the building you look real hurt so we're gonna get your stunt double in on this and they're just gonna (laughs) zoom in on you and the zero board when you get a chance (laughs) and i put the coffee in your trailer that sounds like a random skate skate like ea skate mission like a go out and get (laughs) but then you also have to like get coffee with lizard king downtown or something get coffee with lizard king I just feel as if if they did another skate game, they would make it too social media focused in the conversations to the point where you're always on a challenge to film something and you can't even free roam because everyone's just chomping at your neck. Everyone's on Discord just bugging you to get clips. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, I made a note that for the kickflip nose grind shove and kickflip back nose blunt he does on this bench that looks as if it's in a parking lot. That is all now the Middletown Skate Park in Langhorn, Pennsylvania. A little bit up 95. Yeah, that whole thing's a skate park. I think there's talk of them doing a bowl there. So if you're ever in Philly, take a drive up to 95 and you can go to the Middletown skate park and then go to Dogwood skate shop after it. Sick. Yeah. Uh, he, Chris does a salad grind with this red circle long sleeve that has a bunch of text on the back. And I'm surprised nobody's really done a long sleeve like that since where there's just a huge graphic on the upper arms. What do you guys think about that? Didn't really notice it. Oh, it's there. <laughs> the jig is up. The news is out. There's text on the shirt. Another horrible, horrible song. <laughs> yeah, bad sticks, foreigner. I'm, I'm I'm good on that. (laughs) 
Uh, we get some tricks on the Baldy Rail again. There's a City Hall clip, which I think is one of the more obscure tricks filmed at City Hall with this ollie out to kickflip off. Uh, I like the backtail shove at Saints off the bench down the set. thought that was awesome. Towards the end, there's a front board on this long hubba, which is actually three block in Philly. Did you guys know that? Good old three block. Yeah. Wow. Mighty, mighty three block. <laughs> also home to uh, corner pocket rail, which was another Philly spot. And all of those are gone. So you can't go. Um, we get the first kickflip back nose blown on a handrail, which is pretty wild. And we get that nollie back heel ender and 360 flip at Rinkin with what appears to be, I think, a wasp band t-shirt. Mm. I don't want to. Yeah, it looks as if it's mass or mash. Maybe it's a mash t-shirt. I don't know. But what did you guys think of Chris Cole's part? This was his first part on zero post enjoy. And I think I read in the comments somewhere that Chris was 20 when this came out. Damn. Oh. I, I have two quick things to say before we get too far into it. Cause I'm my slow-mo version is just now catching up. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking that that zero product placement where he falls at the beginning, I thought that was in the first clip where he's just like laying there, uh, like it's him like getting off the ground you know the very first clip of his part he's getting off the ground i don't know says something in slow-mo or it might not be slow-mo i don't even know anymore but mm-hmm. yeah uh mix that up but there's definitely nothing behind that board so great product placement there and uh my favorite my favorite line in his part is the uh he does that nollie flip off of just like a, a, a drop in barcelona people skate it like a ledge to a huge drop Yep, Makba. Uh, yeah, I guess that's Makba. Uh, just lo- love the big nollie flip off of a, a drop. That's all. That should have been the whole part. Yeah. Right. And then we actually, you, I think that might have been just a warm up because then he nollie flips Makba four. What an interesting uh, way to edit yeah. that. Didn't pick up on that, but. Yeah, same spot, just around the corner. Yeah, well, jig is up, news is out. All right, Jamie Thomas's part. What did you guys think? All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, before we dive into it, I wanted to make a note on a YouTube comment. Someone brought up something really interesting. And this person said, did anyone notice Thomas's different part differences in the introduction and then in the last section? In the DVD version, it's different than the VHS, I guess, but just a little bit. In the VHS version, during Thomas's intro, he's skating towards the camera, not walking back. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Yeah, the, uh, the the copy I had when I was younger had him coming towards the camera. Yeah. Doesn't he do a 360 flip also on that ground? can't remember if it's out of my head. We'll watch again. Let us know, okay? Do I have to? 
<laughs> that good, bad, and the ugly song is so fucking pretentious. Yeah. Do we do we think that he edited it, or do we think Lee edited it, his part? Uh, Jamie edited it for sure. No, no matter what, he told someone to film him do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking, have you guys, have either of you ever done any editing yourselves? Even just like Instagram videos and stuff? Oh, yeah. Tons. Yeah. Okay. I don't film tricks very often because I suck at skateboarding. And when I do get tricks and I'm like editing videos for other people and stuff and I'll come across a clip of my own, like I'll be honest, I'll watch it a couple times over and like go frame by frame, look at how I'm popping, look at why my arms are doing weird shit and stuff. Like, yeah, I get that. But I'm just picturing like, I'm picturing Jamie sitting in like a dark editing room, just putting that good, bad and the ugly song on and watching that over and over again, like really intently keeping keeping track of like how he looks like in sync with the song and stuff. And man, that's just really, that's an image I'm not gonna be able to get out of a long time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like the image of that. Um, some notes I made on Jamie's part that it's pretty cool how the link between Ricky Iola and Jamie Thomas is that they both skated a rush. <laughs> I love that. Um, it's a shame how Jamie pretty much shit on Rattray's line that he does at the one spot it's two rails you know big as ever jamie does front side 5-0 and then front lip and then in john ratchery's part he does front lip and then board slide chief coming at the neck um what's this t-shirt that he's wearing when he does front side 180 nose grind on the one hubba I don't think it's a fallen footwear t-shirt. I really think it's a Funk Master Flex t-shirt. So. <laughs> after the one cruiser board trick. I think it's at the one spot uh wall or um, ragdoll wall rides down in Pig Slaughterhouse. So you guys should be able to reference that pretty quickly. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the gold standard. <laughs> You guys don't have pepper spray. <laughs> you don't have shit. I'm not stopping until the end of my job. <laughs> That's the guy we got a DM when we talk about that video. Alright, but after the cruiser clip. Uh I believe so. Yeah. But he's Trey Flip hippie jumping through some. Or, no, it's uh before it. So it's okay. front 180 nose grind. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the cruiser board 5-0 with the hood up. I'll uh, share it real quick. Might say five. Is it a five finger death punch shirt? I don't know. You guys tell me. What do you think? Oh, uh, 
that's it's close if it's not it yeah that's gotta be it <laughs> wow it's very close wow it's just the m can you go back to the uh the logo there yeah the m on that's got some uh some pointy tips at the bottom Mm-hmm. Jamie's just not. But I'm down. I'm down to just ship this idea of Jamie Thomas being a big flex fan. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks as if there's such inspiration from this logo for the fallen logo. Anyway, moving along through Jamie's part, uh, I love the paint chipping off the rail for the one long fifty-fifty. He does. He does a front blunt shove on a toy machine board. Uh, towards the end of part one and I don't know if you guys knew this but on the DVD there are two chapters you can go to in this part you can go to the normal Jamie Thomas part but then there's what's called and I quote Thomas after black (laughs) that's what that second part's called amazing Thomas after black get the fuck out of here with that shit uh, so jumping the Thomas after black, we get 360 flip hippie jump with the birds. I'm sure that's another uh, clip everyone was uber ecstatic about when they saw that the birds were flying away in the clip. <laughs> we get heel flip to camera beam, which I think might have been over money because I think in the credits they're uh, betting on tricks there. Oh, yeah. Uh, five O switch crook on that outledge is awesome. I think <laughs> looks pretty gnarly, and he did that really well. Yeah. And, and I have one issue with his ender with the front board on that rail, and then to the pole. Um, thinking back on Jamie's career, everyone likes to point out the front side five O, and then he puts his finger up for one more time. And I'm kind of surprised that he let this one run where he's like, yeah, I'm going to let the pole stop me. Like, that's good. Like, let me pick up my board and flip it. I'm done. I'm like, I don't know. Like Frontside 5.0, he did. And he wanted one more try. And then this, like, he did it. But the pole was right there. Could he have avoided it? I don't know. Maybe there was just some... (laughs) There's a higher power telling him to stop trying it. I also think it would be super challenging to uh, frontside board and then zoom around to try and ride through the rest of the parking lot. It's borderline impossible. But even making it to the fence would be sick. And that's all I have to say about Jamie's part. <laughs> I don't have much. Is starts off that very first line with like one of the quickest 360 flips I've ever seen in uh, some of the radiest jeans I've ever seen. The 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 five zero on that old board was pretty sick. Um, he he hits a lot of like quick kink rails. They put them all together in a section, which 
looks really cool all back to back like that. He uh, he stumbles down some stairs while uh, while the song hits his drum fill. Mm-hmm. It's really cool editing choice. Um, other than that, I definitely could have gone without these songs. I know it's fucking broken record for me throughout this video. But uh, that that last little as the songs fading out with that that Jesus shit. <laughs> not super about that. I just how are you gonna have Slayer and a Bible verse in the same skate video? <laughs> That's my biggest part from this video. Biggest question, rather. Hey, whatever gets you through life and isn't hurting anybody, do your thing. Hey, like they say in Louis' song, don't let them get you down. (laughs) Damn, never thought of it like that. (laughs) That's all I have to say about Jamie's part. All right, that takes us to the slam section. Um, Jamie gets the wind knocked out of him. I was going to ask you guys if you guys, I was going to ask you guys if you ever had the wind knocked out of you, but I don't care to anymore. Um, Forward forward slide through the chain. (laughs) Still funny. God, and at uh, some point I said, God, this song fucking sucks. (laughs) Uh, I think that. James Brockman has some Ollie attempts on this huge gap three times. And I'm going to go ahead and I don't know who this person is in this slam montage, but I'm going to coin my loser of the video to the one guy who tried to do caveman board slide in these sandblasted pants. Oh, and I think it's a finger flip board slide and he just sacks and falls forward. And you can even see some guy sitting in the background with his mouth just goes open. <laughs> so that guy who that guy has a clip in the friend section too, doing he fucks up a, a finger flip caveman board slide and then he lands it after that. But I'm pretty sure it's the same dude. I don't whoever... think it is. I don't know. I feel as if their pants are very different. Oh. I hope I want it to be the same guy. I don't want them to have two people in their crew that are trying this trick over and over again, fucking up. But maybe I got I got to reanalyze the pants here. It's at a uh, thirty-two oh six. Yeah, those uh those cow spot pants are a fucking wild wild call them choice. Cow spot. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> this looks like a fucking. Out of spot. I don't know, dude. Oh my god, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Those are, they're trash. Yeah, they're reminiscent of the Brian Wenning uh, slider. Oh, in the DC okay. video. Yeah, yeah, I see that. But these ones look as if someone just shot sand at him. <laughs> like he went to the beach with sand, uh, his uh, pants on and sand just got stuck to it for days. <laughs> And then he tries to caveman board slide himself and just can't be given an easy time in life. I mean, if you're going to try that trick, that's the situation to do it in. After you get sandblasted on the beach. 
Uh, is his shirt tucked in too? I think. No, no, it's not. But at some point, it comes oh, above. But God, those pants suck. Maybe it's the lighting because the sun looks really bright there. But that guy lost the video for me. So if you're <laughs> watching on YouTube, it's a uh, 3206 moron. <laughs> Big dummy. Anyway, um, even JT has Ender in the bail section. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We hit the credits. I think there's a Tim O'Connor spell check, maybe some others. I uh, thought it was funny that Adrian Lopez thanked Avril Lavigne. Uh, I don't have much to say about the bonus montage after the credits, but the park montage on the DVD is pretty great because you get the uh, office chair montage. You get some good Rattray clips. And oh, wow. Yeah, Jamie Thomas does do a 180 late front shove, so we can add that to our ongoing list of 180 late front shoves. Makes sense. And that concludes the video. Anything we need to note? Anything we need to talk about? I had uh, I had two numbers that I tracked throughout the video that mm-hmm. I want to post to you guys. How many uh, how many caveman clips do you think were were in this video, Carl? Uh, are we talking make like makes or attempts? Make or slam? Oh God! Um... <laughs> Will we get? Two or three from the one guy in the friends montage. We get one from this jabroni with the sandblasted pants in the end. Um, Chris Cole's got one. He's got the caveman blood slide. Yeah. It's Chris Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say six. There's five. Oh, damn. Incredibly close. Oh. And, uh, so not counting double angles of the same trick, mm-hmm. but in ca- but counting slams. How many clips were on a handrail in this video? Oh my god! <laughs> Ian, uh, four hundred twenty. <laughs> Carl, I'm gonna take a really data-driven approach. So I know that. There were 23 tricks in Lindsay's part, and then there were 43 in John Alley's part. Let's see. If we took the average of that, that'd be about 33 tricks per part, and I'm going to go ahead and say that that's 20 per. We have, what, eight parts or so? So I'm going to say, and I'm going to round down a little bit. Round down for Lindsay Robertson. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'm going to say 97. I'm, I'm almost split the difference between you guys. There were 207. <laughs> Damn. How was I so off? <laughs> oh, well. Who cares? <laughs> It, it, it was a good thought process. Yeah, I, it was. I came at it with as much information as I had, you know. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Ian, did you count anything we need to guess on? <laughs> um, how many times do you think Matt Mumford thanked Boost Mobile throughout the video? <laughs> are we talking in words or with sponsorship uh, stickers? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I was only going with words, but now I kind of want to rewatch and keep an eye out for stickers or anything. Yeah. But the answer is one to answer, answer my question. I mean, the real question to ask if we're going to do some digging is Boost Mobile, where are you at? <laughs> but, but anyway, um, just one time. Yeah? Just once, yeah. Just once. Yeah, okay. I'm hoping you did your research on that. You're not just watching the credits and seeing it fly by. <laughs> no, I saw, I saw it and knew that was worth writing down. I don't know if this is a controversial opinion or not, but I also firmly believe that thank you sections should be abolished. I think they're they're whatever in these older videos, but every time I see them, I get a little frustrated. So so long. Just put some funny clips in. Don't yeah. Put I, I, I will commend the PJ Lad video though, because I feel as if that thank you section goes by super quick. They like yeah. rev up the credit speed, which I can appreciate. If Jeremy Rogers thanked you in that video and you really care enough to see your name in the credits, you can pause it and find it. But uh, five minutes. I I wrote down word for word uh, for the credits. Uh, I love this song, but get out of here thinking you're that important. <laughs> Wait, I have it on mute. Is this the song from a uh, Goodfellas song? Uh, You're asking the wrong the, guy. Yeah, the song they use in the credits is Archers of Loaf, White Trash Heroes. Oh, okay. I don't know if that answers your question. In the outro, they use Layla. Maybe you've heard of it. I, I think the song I'll figure it out on my own time. Mm. Okay. Yeah, watch the video again and get back to us. What do you think I'm doing right after this? watching it a <laughs> fraction slower than you are now <laughs> yep. as you should you know it's better than a 42 minute long video it was a four hour long video <laughs> all right how do those credits look in slow-mo you know, yeah. I actually, they're, they're running right now, and I completely, even while we're talking about it, I forgot that I'm watching it in slow mo. <laughs> no wonder you were able to come correct with that uh, heated trivia question about Matt Mumford. Oh I my God. Star Wars name again, and they spelled it right this time. For what it's oh, called. wow. I just, there he goes again. It was Grewer. <laughs> <laughs> they were just too hyped on the. Uh, intro for Jamie's part to spell some of the names right. <laughs> Come on, people now. Smile on your brother. Everybody. Even Frank. Even think uh, Gerber. <laughs> I, uh, I'm watching the thank yous one more time. And I think I just saw that <clears throat> Jamie thanks 
Toy Machine as well after Ed Indiana. I like that. But it's just on one line, so it <laughs> it just reads off as Toy Machine as well. <laughs> you know, I'll thank them. I'll thank Hocus Pocus and, you know, Toy Machine as well. And uh, <laughs> Ty and Chomp and Johnny Five. Oh, Chomp. All right. Uh, let's take it to the end of the video. We're rating this out of hopefully only eight hardware pieces, despite what some people thought earlier in this conversation that uh, was a really pleasant one. Truthfully, I loved talking about this. Um, so out of eight hardware pieces, Ian, where do you stand on Zero's Dying to Live? Uh well, you know, I think if I would have seen this as a kid, if I would have grown up with this video, I would have a completely different opinion because I could definitely see why it's a why it's a classic, why it was influential for a lot of people. But um I'm 28 now. I got bills to pay. I got a cat to feed. Stuff like this does it just doesn't do it for me anymore. So I'm going to have to I'm I'm going to give it a 5. 5 5 bolts. Five bolts for Ian. Brian, what about you? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go four black wristbands. Hmm. <laughs> All on the same arm. <laughs> they are now. <laughs> I think they call that in the tattoo world a half sleeve. Yeah, I want to retract Brian's answer for him and make his answer a half sleeve wristband. <laughs> I'll allow it. Okay, fair enough. How about you, Carl? I'm gonna do. Well, I'm gonna kind of go about it this way because let's see, there were, and I'm gonna exclude the friends montage. There was count them one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, one, two, seven, eight, nine. So there were nine parts minus the Friends montage, and I, I revisit John Alley's part quite a bit, and I'm opening to revisiting Matt Mumford's part every now and again too. So I'm gonna give it, and this is 2021 being an older person, knowing I can't identify with the video as much now. I'm gonna give it a. Four for hardware, and I'm gonna give it one zero studded belt. <laughs> That's a fair assessment. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe the um, skull logo T-shirt, something like that. Oh, Sid yeah. from Toy Story flare. Yeah, and I'll even edit it in so it's. <laughs> It's Sid's t-shirt, not a zero t-shirt. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because I already have a zero t-shirt and I don't want to use it again. <laughs> Ian, what's aged the best from this video? John Alley's part. Why? Uh, I mean, even with all the crazy shit that people can do in 2021, nobody... Can't, nobody's kickflipping into every single variation of every rail trick like that. Nobody's making it look as cool as he does. He, 
I mean, you hear other professional skaters talk about him all the time and how mind blowing he was for the time and how he still is like, especially being the opener of an influential video like this. It's a, it's timeless, you know? Brian, what about you? What's aged the best from dying to live? I have nothing to add. John Alley's part. And we don't necessarily have to include parts. We could talk themes or tricks or apparel. It can be anything that you think's aged pretty well. Oh, okay. Um, He'll flip Indy in that case. <laughs> uh, I guess including that little after credits outro where it's like oh hey we're people too we have personalities like i don't like how they put it together in this video it seemed like a bonus feature that they just slapped onto the end mm -hmm. but i really like that that's in the video because i know you i think you mentioned it earlier that there wasn't a whole lot of personality throughout this mm -hmm. so i think that that age as well just adding some personality give me a reason to remember this person yeah i'm gonna say that john rattray's no comply 180 is aged the best oh yeah maybe that line as a whole but now that i think more and more about it i can't think of other videos at the time that were pulling off no comply tricks mm -hmm. and making it work there was a mike however you say his last name on foundation he had some pretty no comply tricks around the same time and that's mm -hmm. life Cataclysmic Abyss. Yeah. Both videos came out a little bit later, but I think John laid the foundation for what could eventually be, uh, I don't want to say the foundation, like he invented the trick, but yeah, <laughs> uh, made it something different, especially in this video. I think that's something that we needed yeah. at a whopping 42 minutes. <laughs> um. Who won the video, Ian? Uh, yeah, John Alley's the easy answer. Uh, nobody had a particularly awful part. Even the parts that didn't do much for me, like uh, Bobier or Ryan Smith, it still weren't bad parts. So I wouldn't say anybody really lost. Maybe Jamie. Uh, I guess we're not. Yeah, John Alley won. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Okay. Brian, <laughs> who do you think won the video? Um, I'll go with Chris Cole. I feel like everybody talked about kickflip back nose blind on the handrail after this. Mm -hmm. It still gets mentioned to this day. Um, you, you'd said it was his first zero part and not necessarily my favorite of his parts, but he, he was everywhere after this one. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that Chris won the video. Out of everyone who's on the team, I can't think of anybody else who's still as notorious and really doing it with skating. So I'd say that he did it. Um, I know he's not everyone's cup of tea, but if you're talking about making a career out of a part, he made it happen from this, I'm pretty sure. Uh, who do we think lost the video, Ian? JT for being a pretentious fuck. 
tell us more about that. What, uh, what makes you think that? I mean, I, I did my little uh, incoherent ramble earlier about him sitting in the editing room, just watching the timeline over and over again, watching himself walk off into the distance and then replaying it. <laughs> like that had to happen at some point. And you, you can crook through as many can can rails as you want. Like I'm, I'm not going to shake that image of you. Yeah. On top of all the other shady shit, you know, I've, we, we've we've heard about our Lord and Savior Jamie Thomas over the years. I just, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a business. I don't know every move he's made, but yeah, got to do something if it's your business. I know one of them was editing this part. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brian, what about you? Who lost the Dying to Live video? Yeah, Ian nailed it. I'll, uh, I'll I'll add there's there's one more. There's a clip in uh, in the outro. It, it may be one of the very last clips. The song gets like really slow and kind of soft at this point. He fifties through that one kinker that he skates a bunch, which he he already did in a line in his part, and then he he rides away into the fucking sunset. <laughs> And I, I, I said out loud as I'm watching that clip, get the fuck out of here with that. I said that out loud probably four different times about Jamie in this video. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Your, yeah. your favorite skater's favorite skater. I'm looking at it now. It looks as if he has wristbands on he has this greek fisherman cap on he has this circa t-shirt on under this button up yeah besides the branded t-shirt you basically just described a fallout mpc that's what i'm picturing here <laughs> yeah something like that oh my god yeah he even has ender in the uh bonus montage before the slideshow yep yep this guy man Zopus. Uh, I already said that the guy with the slider pants that tries to do caveman mm -hmm. board slide loss, but just reiterating that here. Um, this is the final bit, and I like this one. Ian, we may love this video, we may not, but let's imagine we love this video, but what? Um, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Well, I've seen it two whole times, so <laughs> hard to love a video after that many views. Uh, outside of that, you know, there's there's a plethora of complaints, minor complaints that we've all had throughout the evening. I'm sure I could reiterate on those if you want, but feel like I'm beating a dead horse at this point after a what two and a half hours of talking about this movie this yeah. film yeah full-length feature film directed mm -hmm. and produced by Amy Thomas and Lee DuPont <laughs> well he's in the small subtext <laughs> in lowercase letters with uh, an underline under Jamie Thomas <laughs> <laughs> I hope he never this 
I've never gotten a message back saying like, Hey, you guys like slammed my whole video. What's up? But you know, it's all fun and games. I mean, it's like video games from yesteryear. Do they all hold up in 2021? No, probably not. It's all evolved, but we still have an opinion on something that's outdated. Not to say yeah. that this is, but you know, some stuff ages well. Some stuff uh, has some time left to age well. Yeah. Well spoken, Paul. Some stuff has aged well. Some stuff still has more time to age well. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like a skateboard wheel. It comes full circle. You know, yes. it's like it's like <laughs> it's like a skateboard wheel. It's wrong two times a day. <laughs> like they say in Luke's song. <laughs> Brian, we love this video, but Dad Rock fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a good point. The music in this video does fucking suck. That's yeah. That's what I don't love about. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> okay. Uh, we love this video, but I just never had good hand rolls to skate growing up or gaps. So I guess I'm just kind of jealous. I didn't have the opportunity to skate this kind of stuff. And it never uh, resonated too deeply with me. But I know it's pivotal. It's one of the first videos I saw growing up, but I just didn't have the uh, resources I needed to um, apply this video to my life. So there we go. Anything else we want to say about dying to live? No. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to help support the podcast again please leave us a five-star review on apple podcast and leave us a comment too if you are feeling so inclined you can also connect with us on instagram at all my skate videos or shoot us an email at amsbpod at gmail.com we would love to hear from you thank you for listening <laughs>